0: The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe.
1: Pardon my French, but you're an asshole.
0: It's pronounced
2: ash hole.
3: You dumb asshole.
2: Excuse me, it's ash hole.
3: You, sir, are an asshole.
2: (laughs) It's ash hole, you idiot. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. For the last time, it's assholes. No, oh, you were right. I'm just your kind of asshole. It's time, once again, for my kind of assholes on unfiltered cigar radio.
4: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Ashholes, broadcast live from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio Twenty-One Podcast Cafe. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. We're always entertaining, generally unscripted, and totally. Unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and of course at theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at theashholes and on Instagram at ashholesradio and check out UnitedPodcastNetwork.tv and subscribe to us there so that you don't ever miss anything. I'm here with Aaron and Ed Ooh. today. My name is Dan, or Pastor Padron, or Mud, or we're Mud. Calling, you know. <laughs> Most people just don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we are smoking our 2018 pick for cigar of the year. It is the Aladino Corojo Reserva, and this and I'll, was I'll a great pick. We made the right choice. We made, <laughs> we, we always make the right choice. Well, but, there's no that, but there's no argument there's no argument here. Yeah. I mean you know, all three of us it was all there was no cantankerous, you know, fighting or bickering about which cigar should have or would have or could have. We all really said yeah. this was it. Yeah.
1: Yep, and let's if, smoke this every
4: day if you, you know if you don't know what I'm talking about then you go back and listen to last week's show we unlike every other cigar podcast or radio show or thing out there we actually argue about what's going to be cigar of the year in front of you and you get to see all of that nasty stuff. Mm-hmm. This year, it was really kind of tame yeah.
1: because this I mean, ended up being
4: almost universally agreed as the best
1: thing that we'd smoke. I mean, even my number 1, I wouldn't essentially I wouldn't vote for that to be the number 1 for everybody because you just can't get it. You just can't get it so, anywhere. Yet. Yeah. And that was that That uh, the Aroa uh, 20th, the the 20th TAA, TAA D'Adema, which was an amazing cigar. Yeah, just was because you'd you never seen it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but uh, even us at the Ash Holes were only ever able to get one. Mm. And that says something about how rare it was. Yeah.
1: Well, someday,
4: maybe. Someday more.
2: I, I hope so. Yeah.
4: But this is an absolutely fantastic cigar. It's very easy to describe. It is all... One hundred percent authentic corojo from Honduras. Yep, uh, from the um, Aroa family, from the Aroa family farm. It is a robusto. It is a five by fifty. It is the only size this cigar comes
1: in. I was about to say my favorite size, but I'm kind of took the wind out of that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. they only make your favorite well, is size. True. Isn't
4: that fantastic?
1: <laughs> oh my
4: goodness! Yeah, the, they make these from the top leaves of their uh, corojo plants. Mm-hmm. And, uh, authentic corojo uh only grows you know about two and a half three feet high it's about half the the size of your average tobacco plant so it's lower yield and the leaves are smaller and so they really couldn't make a larger cigar with the leaves that they use for this Mm -hmm. and it's just fantastic it's a you know right now it's a medium bodied lots of great flavor some uh spice, some cinnamon, some uh coffee flavors. Yep, and get a little bit like it's it's got a
1: chewy smoke. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's really yeah. like sits on your tongue.
2: The Corojo is one that I, I like to say it's mouth watering. Mm-hmm. It's very you know, it's not a dry smoke. No, it's you the really opposite. Feel it. yeah. No,
4: yeah. yeah. There are some cigars I smoke that you really you, you need to have some something yeah. to drink in yeah. front of you.
1: Yeah. It makes me think of like a syrup. You know yeah. it just kinda like coats your
4: tongue <laughs> like it's just th- thick. <laughs> It's some like, almost like
1: a cinnamon graham cracker kind of a, uh, finish. I don't know if I would go with graham, but like, it's got that spice. There's a lot of, I mean, girl, it's, you know, spice crazy. So it's, it's got that and it's got like a, like a red pepper, like red pepper flakes. Yeah. Especially in the retro. Yeah. It's very, very good. And that kind of a chocolatey sweetness, Mm. like a, a mild chocolate though. So not like a dark chocolate, maybe milk chocolate or whatever. It's so good. It's so good.
4: Anyway, uh. Yesterday was January 1st. Can you believe it's already 2019?
1: Yep. And you know, what? I've written the date a few times, and I haven't written 18, so I'm doing pretty good so far. That's good. That's good. Did you do anything special for uh, New yeah. Year's? Yeah, yeah. I was out with friends, and so went wild. And No, not really. <laughs> not too crazy. Although, I was feeling my age yesterday. It's like, I didn't have much to drink, but I didn't have any water to drink, and so I was hurting yesterday, but... <laughs>
4: So the fact that there was a rookie mistakes, you know, a holiday was. So did you? Have, was did school
1: start again today? Yes. Yeah. So um, much better today. So <laughs> got plenty of sleep and got yeah. Rid today of the was hangover. good. Yeah. 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 I was. I was hurting, but it, it was weird because really I don't drink that much, and so right, right. just feeling my age. <laughs> I can't do it anymore.
4: <laughs> oh my. What about yourself, uh Ed? Did very, you do anything for uh, New Year's?
2: Very quiet. We went to a party, but we were home before midnight cuz mm-hmm. we're old. Mhm. And I made a resolution to smoke one of these cigars, so mm-hmm. I'm already almost done with my New Year's resolution. <laughs> The, set the oh, bar high done. you know yeah there you go yeah, well, that's didn't didn't a very want easy anything. resolution yeah. i didn't want anything well, too taxing
1: well yeah you don't want to fail you know no. it's like you set yourself <laughs> to be a failure by doing anything that's you know not out of your normal routine well, you know? well
4: oftentimes <laughs> that's what resolutions <laughs> end yeah. up being right <laughs> i mean is you know they you know it's it's this it, i've gotten out of doing the new year's resolution yeah. thing mm. you know just be just because you know it trying to to you know, live by, you know, your rules. The one thing trying to live by the rules, you know, shows you is that you can't live by the
2: rules. Yeah, you, I, Even your own. It's, it's pretty <laughs> arbitrary anyway, January yeah. 1st. So I mean, if you want to do something, you can pick any day. Yeah, the year I mean, I
1: made it. a resolution like 20 years ago never to make a resolution. So
2: I'm doing
4: pretty good. At least least for that, that. Oh, there so. you go.
2: There you go. Now,
4: goals for the year though. Do you guys you guys think about, you know, things you might want to do or accomplish in the in the coming year or do you just say, "Hey, it's like you just said, it's another day of the year. Nice. You can come up with
2: goals next week. Why, why do it today? I'd like to <laughs> smoke more cigars in twenty nineteen, <laughs> but I'm that's gonna, a very ambitious goal so for you. He's gonna have, he's gonna have to you, start smoking two at once. Though. I would <laughs> have to cut back on sleep. So. <laughs> Unless you learn to smoke in your sleep, just get Ooh. some flame retardant uh, sheets and <laughs> pajamas. <laughs> yeah. I think they used to be back in my day. They were the most flammable thing on earth for kids' pajamas. Hmm.
4: <laughs> kids are expensive, you know. They and, are expensive. Oh my goodness. Expensive or expendable. It depends
1: on your <laughs> it was point both of back view. then.
4: Yeah. You know, so we had Christmas just over a week ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or two week, Yeah, just over a week ago. Yeah. And uh, then the, and I have three girls. Mm-hmm. And so that makes it expensive. They're yep. all teenagers. You know, now that said, they all said this was one of the best Christmases they'd had in years. Hmm. So when your girls say that, if you can satisfy three hormonal teenage girls uh, you've done something right
1: you've either done that, something right or every other degree has really been bad <laughs> well both it just probably. set the bar low and then
4: the 29th was uh, my wife and I's 28th anniversary Congratulations. and again you gotta do stuff for that You know. and then January 3rd is my wife's birthday Just So the hits just keep coming this time of year.
1: Bam, bam, bam.
4: It is really tough. Tough on the Uh, wall.
2: You're not allowed to forget anniversaries. No.
1: Only if you want to see another one.
2: Well, (laughs) the smartest thing I ever did was I made my garage code my (laughs) anniversary date. (laughs) So so if you forget that, then you're locked out. Exactly. No, no,
4: no. And I'm not allowed to forget it. And I'm not allowed to combine no. Christmas
1: anniversary no, birthday. They yeah, all that,
4: have to be different that wouldn't things. Be, no. Yeah, people yeah, who I have birthdays
1: around
2: Christmas hate it's that. Rough. Yeah. I have yeah.
1: some friends it that are born rough. on Christmas and Ooh. it's like, "Oh, feel bad for you." You yeah. can't
2: give them one gift though. Yeah. I think um Mr. Jonathan's sister's birthday is on Christmas. Oh, so mm-hmm. every year what he does is he calls her to wish her happy birthday, then hangs up. And calls, her, yeah. calls her to wish her a <laughs> Merry Christmas, but you, go. you have to separate the two. <laughs> How how generous? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you want? I called you twice. Yeah, <laughs> That's all you get. Well, did anyone get a good present? Or?
4: Um, probably the most interesting present went to my uh, oldest, who is sixteen, and her favorite show right now is Forged in Fire. I've never heard of it. It's a show on the History Channel, and. It is a competition show where those are like medieval, like forging and yeah, bladesmiths. bladesmiths Come on, and they have to make a a knife or some Mm -hmm. edged weapon, and you know, in a three-hour time period. That's cool. And you know, elimination. The winner, the winner of the whole thing, you know, gets ten thousand dollars. Okay. All (laughs) right. She has gotten into. She wants to forge. Oh. Mm, So. We got her some forging lessons. Oh, wow. That's
1: kind of cool, actually.
4: Yeah. So she's pumped about that. Mm, get all fired up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she may not be so hot when she uh, realizes it'll. Probably been making like a bottle opener or something instead of a you know <laughs> eight foot <sword>. blade.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, broadsword. Start
1: swinging yeah. that hammer for a while. No, and, honey, it's, it's hurt.
4: It, you're not making a battle axe. That's yeah. that's not yeah. how
1: this works. But unless she gets really into it, then she can be a battle axe.
2: Yeah. Let's <laughs> well, see. I'm wearing one of my gifts. These are socks with a picture of my dog on them. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's my actual dog on the socks. That's very yeah. nice.
1: Yeah. Great! <laughs> Excited about socks. Okay. Oh yeah! This is what getting older.
2: Well, these are like, special huh? ones. Yeah,
4: <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Um, we have a very interesting top five list today. Do it. Let's we? go right to that. You know, I'm one of these, you know, one of, I'm one of these people that, that, you know, truth, truth is important. I think being able to say that something is true and something Back. is false yeah. is, is an important thing. Yeah. Forget you relativism. Get yeah, rid of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, this, this, <laughs> I had, I had one, I got into a conversation when I, when, while I was working at a smoke shop 20 something years ago in Princeton and I was listening to this conversation between a. Princeton University student Mm -hmm. and a customer at our cigar shop talking about truth and absolute truth that does exist. And this kid said, there's, there's just no such thing as absolute truth, truth that's true for everybody. That's a college student for you. And, (laughs) and I, after listening to this cigar customer try and debate with this kid, (laughs) I just said, look, kid, you can't possibly say that there's no such thing as absolute truth, because in saying that, you have said that there is at least that one an absolute, absolute truth, yeah. truth the mm-hmm. truth that there is no absolute truth. Self-defeating. And he looked at me and he said, well,
1: oh, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. I'm like, it's $100,000 yeah. a year to go to the school.
1: What do they teach it? <laughs> this is bad. I feel like that's that's something that's faded out over the years now. It used to be a big like Everybody no absolute truth, all the relativism It's kind of faded out a bit. So well, that
4: that not, could be why. Not because you, you it's, you can't, you can't, <laughs>
1: it's self reference Differentially yeah. absurd is yeah. the actual
4: technical <laughs> term for that. But anyway, there are some things that are true depending on where you are that are not true depending on where you are. Okay. Well, okay. let's hear it. <laughs> and some of these things are very subjective. Some of these things are, you know, a little bit more, mm, I, I kind of get that. Some of them are But gray. let's, let's mm-hmm. look at some of these. And the first, number five on this list, is that in the United States, in the United States, mm-hmm. pizza – is considered a vegetable.
1: Ah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a a government issue because it is. is. It's government.
4: (laughs) If a pizza contains at least two tablespoons of tomato sauce, it can be constituted
1: a vegetable. Which although it should technically be a fruit then, (laughs) because tomatoes (laughs) are fruit.
4: So Also depends on where yeah.
1: you are. There are some
4: states that see tomatoes as a fruit yeah. and some states that see it as a vegetable. Which
1: is understandable. I mean it's it's the difference between, you know, yes. botanicals or the whether a botanist will say it's a fruit, but if you're a chef it's gonna you're gonna treat it like a vegetable. So <laughs> But yeah <laughs> uh, and, but really I mean I think that's driven by it's, interest groups that it's, want to sell It's driven yeah, but put the, it in school lunches the US so that's Congress what it comes to. Yeah, in in
4: in 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 cahoots with the, um, the FDA, you know, four school lunches. Yep. Made only this law. For school lunches. Yeah. Made a law. Yep. That pizza is a vegetable. Yeah. My students can get
2: pizza three days a week. <laughs> and so that's
4: it's like, Oh, is it, is it, that seem kind of ridiculous?
2: Yeah, well, not kind of, it's absolutely
1: ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, pizza again. Nobody's saying that. No, they're like, yeah, pizza. <laughs> so nobody's going to fight that too much.
4: All right. Uh, Number four, an interesting thing here, uh, kind of variation on a theme here. In the European
1: Union, the carrot is a fruit. See, that's just wrong. That's got to be a trade issue. I mean, EU is you know all those border issues and whatnot. It had to, has, has to be about taxes or something. Now, that's just ridiculous because however, it's definitely not a fruit in any criteria. There is only
4: one instance though in which a carrot is considered a fruit and that is when it is used in jam Ah. (laughs) which if a carrot is used in jam the carrot ceases to be a vegetable and becomes a fruit according to the eu
1: really yes who puts carrots in jam i mean i'm not huge into jams but i've never seen a carrot jam there are reasons that I'm glad I don't live in the EU. And <laughs> yeah.
4: that's one of them, that they use carrots and jam. There, there must, well, there must there's be a something there's something about or that.
2: something. I don't know. That's weird. I know that uh, carrot cake counts as a serving of vegetables, mm-hmm. at yep, least in my car- world.
1: Carrots are vegetables. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I mean, by definition, it's a vegetable.
2: It's the root, you know?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Number three, the state of Oklahoma mm-hmm. says that the watermelon is a vegetable. Just no. In 2007, their state house passed legislation declaring the watermelon as the state's official vegetable. They just want to sell watermelon
1: or something. That just doesn't make any sense. It's not a vegetable.
4: (laughs) They insisted that it could be considered a vegetable because it was part of the cucumber family.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a bit of a stretch, I guess. <laughs> Are cucumbers
4: technically a fruit? I don't even know. <laughs> though, well, there's the thing <laughs> though, curiously, cucumber is actually yeah, a fruit, fruit. Yeah, because it even comes, many comes from the flower. Yeah. It's like if it's, if it's from if the it flower, then it's a, it's a fruit. fruit.
1: If it's any other part of the plant, it's a vegetable. Like that's right. why carrots are from right. parts of the root, or are the roots technically, mm-hmm. it's a vegetable.
4: Now, this next one is a little bit more um, interesting. And that is that, now, who was, who was the first person to
1: fly? Well, the Wright brothers. I, it's Orville and whatever, right. whatever right.
4: the name is. If you live in Brazil, that's not true. Well, if you live in Brazil,
1: they don't believe it. At least.
4: Alberto Santos <laughs> Dumont was the first person with powered flight.
1: What did he like, strap a rocket to his back or something?
4: (laughs) It was a horrible mistake. In this article, it says the Wright brothers, Wilbur and uh, Orville, are credited as the first people to make a powered flight. However, Brazilians say otherwise. In Brazil, Alberto Santos Dumont is regarded as such. Brazil is so serious with its claim that its textbooks make no mention
2: of the Wright brothers. Well. There's a Brazilian reason. <laughs> oh,
4: you had to go there. You, walk you had one. to go there.
2: <laughs> oh, gosh.
4: In October 1906, Santos Dumont made what Brazilians regard as the first powered flight. He flew 60 meters, which is 197 feet, in his airplane, which he called um, 14 BIS, in front of a crowd in France. In France. These are the Wright brothers. 1903 flight mm-hmm. had not reached France at that time, and Dumont was credited as the first person to make flour. Really, had not yeah. reached in 1903. It hadn't reached France. It had not yet reached that's, France. So it seems even questionable that news of not travel. The Wright brothers had done in it three in 1903. Since mm-hmm. they had
1: not heard of it <laughs> in
4: 1906, their guy was the first.
1: Wow, mm-hmm. man! What that's what are they going to say next? Al Gore didn't invent weird... the internet. I mean, this is
4: crazy. Like, <laughs> All right, and 10, which is number one for us. Here we go. If you live in New Mexico, Pluto
1: is still a planet. Now, that's what I can get behind. <laughs> I'm all for that, you know? I we all know, it, right? Pluto, Pluto got robbed. Years, you know? Pluto got robbed a few years ago. Yeah, so the orbit it, is a little it, weird, and yeah, it's kind of
4: moon-like. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No. It's, it's uh, uh, the, um, astronomical, the International Astronomical Union, or the uh, uh, IAU, says that a planet— Has to meet three criteria. Mm -hmm. Okay. It has to be a celestial, it has to uh, uh, be in our solar system. It has to orbit the sun and it has to be have strong enough gravity to dominate the region of its orbit. Mm -hmm. And they say Pluto actually does not meet that third third criteria or whatever it is. So the International Union says that Pluto is not a thing. However, New Mexico legislators didn't agree. And in 2007, they passed a law declaring Pluto as a planet whenever it appears in the skies over New Mexico. (laughs) Wow. So only
2: for that period of time? The
4: legislature also declared March 13, 2007 as Pluto Planet Day. New Mexico legislators are very interested in Pluto's status because Clyde uh, Tombaugh, the man who first documented Pluto, was from New Mexico. And he also worked as an astronomy professor
2: at New Mexico
4: State but University. But
2: somebody from Brazil may have done it subsequently, but they didn't yeah, well. no. you
1: know. There
4: are <laughs> yeah. Brazilian reasons
2: to think that Pluto is still
4: a
1: planet. <laughs> no, see, I'm willing to bet that they saw the bill for how much it'll cost to replace all the textbooks that have Pluto as a planet. And they're like, nope, nope, nope. We're not paying for new books. And that's but it, it. It's just
4: so interesting how the, the state actually... You know, made a law making it essentially <laughs> yeah. illegal for you to look at Pluto as anything other than a planet. You know what? At least when it's flying over the state of New I Mexico, go for it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh my gosh! There you go. Top five. That was that was interesting. Sure, those yeah. are some interesting things. All right. When we get back, we're going to talk more about our cigar of the year. We have a Miles with Styles this week, so it is going to be really interesting. Don't go anywhere.
3: Time where humidors are overflowing and retailers shelves are on the verge of buckling. There is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends: The Connecticut, The Medio Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the holes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Estelí, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serena To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Estelian and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper, grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit serenocigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at two twoguyscigars.com.
4: Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. unconventional cigar.
2: Take the journey. Stay tuned for more of The Yay! on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced, and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an
5: encore. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Iniejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity. Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Yeho XO cigar blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available, including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Inejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral and Yeho XO today.
2: Davidoff Cigars celebrates 50 years of heritage,
4: pioneering and innovative cigar making in the spirit of the man who gave the company its name, Zeno Davidoff. To mark the 50th anniversary, Davidoff has dressed a selection of five iconic Davidoff cigars with a 50th commemorative
2: white ring for a limited time. One of our best sellers, Anniversario Special R, begins with notes of freshly cut wood, spice, and sweet cream. The aroma is creamy and leathery with spicy undertones.
4: Experience the exquisite aroma and carefully balanced blend of tobaccos that ensures the most important times are beautifully filled available at appointed Davidoff retailers around the world. <clears throat> Hello everybody, welcome back to the Asholes. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean and Spotify and be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Asholes and on Instagram at Asholes Radio. We are smoking the Aladino Corojo Reserva by JRE Tobacco, our pick the Asholes pick, mm-hmm. the right pick, the only pick. Yes, the only right the pick. The <laughs> only right pick for the 2018 Cigar of the Year. It is an all Corojo Honduran uh, cigar. It is medium-bodied. It is really kind of smoothed out mm, a little bit in the last little bit. And, um, you know, again, it's, st- it's staying around medium, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit at the high end of medium. But not medium plus, I wouldn't say right
1: yeah, now. Yeah, only in that first like you know few inch really. Yeah, you get that yeah, medium that first, plus that, it, f- then it mellows down. Then it so. mellows
4: down, and just a the, it, there's a ton of flavor with this cigar. It's great, and mm-hmm. I understand that there you know different cigar smokers you know can get to the point where they like they prefer tobacco from certain regions or certain countries mm-hmm. you know and and this is an Honduran cigar. If you if you don't like Honduran tobacco, I can understand maybe why you would not like this, but really get a life. This is a great, (laughs) great cigar. It's fantastic. Yeah. What What are some of the reasons, Aaron, that you... We're all set to name this as Cigar of the Year.
1: Um, it's amazing. I mean, <laughs> like, well, amazing. what do you want me to say? Like, and they didn't pay me, so. no. <laughs> I mean, what other reasons besides it being a great cigar? I mean, it's got the spice. It's got the, you know, rich well, I mean, to it. And you know? I,
4: I guess I say that because, you know, the cigars we talked about on our top five list yep. last week, all of them were great. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, there, there were no bad cigars on yeah. that list, yeah, okay. and all of them, you know, were really great. Boxworthy kind of, you know, cigars. Mm-hmm. What is it that made this one stand well, out for you? Well, for me, for you.
2: back in the olden days, in the 90s, I smoked a the lot 1890s? of... 1890s? <laughs> no, that would be the 1990s. <laughs> the 1990s. I smoked a lot of Cuban cigars. Mm-hmm. And at that time, they used Corojo Leaf, mm-hmm. which they mm-hmm. no longer do. Right. You know, so this is reminiscent of some of those cigars from
4: way back when. So th- this reminds you of... Cuban cigars that you had back in the nineties. Yeah, the Corojo flavor mm-hmm. is
1: definitely the same. Yeah, it's not
2: exactly tasting the
1: Cuban Corojo got wiped out, right? It wasn't like a plague by the or Bumo, or blight or something. That's yep. what it is, yeah.
2: By the plague. Plague, the plague of blight, I meant
1: blight, but yeah, <laughs> <old. The> blight. <laughs> and blue mold. Blight. Then they, <laughs> plague the plague of corona. <laughs> yeah.
2: They uh, had that ill-fated phase of the Havana 2000 wrapper, which mm-hmm. basically didn't burn. It mm-hmm. was like asbestos. That's, it's kind of <laughs> needed, you know. It's Fire retardant tobacco. How pretty quaint. Pretty close to it.
1: <laughs> A real challenge of the smoking. Yeah.
2: Oh my goodness! Now, now I think they're using hybrid wrappers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the few examples of the pure Corojo that's left.
4: That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, for me
1: and if you speak to the Aroa family, they'll say it's the only, only authentic Corojo. Right. Island, so which I'm not gonna argue with them.
4: Yeah. Well there's <laughs> there's lots of hybrids that are used mm-hmm. in all sorts of different places and you know, the hybrids, uh one of the interesting things about them is that they are full size plants mm-hmm. and but i think one of the reasons that there's so much flavor in these is because all the nutrients are going into a plant that's half the size yeah leaves that yeah the know, yields are not not huge the, the yield's not huge but the what you get out of a leaf is huge mm. you know and for me you know back again going back to the you know around 2000 yeah. when camacho came out Yep. Uh, which was a cigar that was around for a while. It's been bought by Davidoff, and now it's his mm-hmm. own you know, Yeah, it's, it's very but different. But it was now. originally made by this family yep. on yep. this farm with this tobacco. Mm-hmm. And the diploma that came out back then mm-hmm. uh, was one of my favorite favorite cigars and this is very very much like that and so for me it also brings back yeah memories of that particular cigar mm. and it you know not that it, it's the same but if you were going to do that cigar again today
1: this we would this. be this
4: yep. i mean even the box is kind of similar mm. to to what it was it was this you know uh weird oblong you know uh Trapezoid
2: shaped box. Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: This, is,
2: they, a, this is a this is a hexagon that, that yeah. this
4: comes in, and it's uh it's really interesting.
2: I, I'll have to check my humidor. I may still have some of the original Camacho Corojo. Hmm.
4: Why why would I not be surprised? <laughs> if
2: you, I gotta check. Why yeah. would I
4: not be surprised? <laughs> How many you know cigars do you have in your modest humi? I cleaned out a lot of them.
2: So under a thousand now. Under a thousand. <laughs> under <laughs> a
4: thousand. I, I would have guessed much more than a thousand.
2: <laughs> I did a big clean out and sent uh, the stuff I knew I wasn't going to smoke to cigars for warriors. That's the way to go. Nice. Yep. That's the way to do with that. Well, I mean, I looked at them for all these years, and mm-hmm. I knew. Okay, it was never the right time for these ones. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. it was good. I've, quality I've got a shipment
1: stuff. I'm putting together <laughs> <laughs> myself. <laughs> because
2: it's like oh, get a little crowded here, mm-hmm. and I'm just well, not going to smoke those. Over time, your taste changes. Yep. And. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you get caught with those ones where I love this cigar. Then you buy a box, and the manufacturer changed it on you. It doesn't make it a bad cigar. It's just uh, I don't want to smoke them anymore. And
1: And there are people that really appreciate that that are (laughs) deployed or you overseas. Absolutely, Absolutely,
2: yeah. Cigar for Warriors is the way
4: to go. And there are cigars that that I smoked a a while ago that that I I think I smoked so often Mm -hmm. that I just kind of got burned out on them. Yep. And it's just it's not that they they're bad or that they've changed but I'm just, just not
1: going to go back. Overplayed it, yeah.
4: Yeah, just overplayed it for whatever reason. So this week we actually have a Miles with Styles and she's been off um doing a whole bunch of different stuff for the holidays and everything, but uh, sent us something to kind of give us the update of what's going on. And actually, it gives us a little bit of a picture of the cigar industry in China. Hmm, Nice. So let's talk about that.
0: Aloha. I've had a whirlwind month. Practice in Australia, a paid endorsement trip to Sanya Bay in China to promote professional surfing and a big wave exhibition. Sanya Bay is located on the island of Hainan and is tropical, much like my Hawaiian homeland. The beaches were crowded with spectators and the waves were 12 to 15 feet. Oh, what a beautiful place indeed. Interesting foods, awesome weather, excellent Hawaiian-style waves, and very nice people. I I recommend Hainan Island to anyone looking for a tropical getaway. The good news was the five-star hotels were at three-star prices, and the food was inexpensive and plentiful. For you cigar lovers, there are some choices for cigars, though I found them not very well-stocked, and they seemed expensive comparable to other parts of the world. Most people in China speak some English, it seems, but for me, it was very hard to understand them. I did visit a few shops, but China Mai Tai was the cleanest and nicest I visited. They had a couple dozen cigars to choose from, but had plenty of stock in those brands. I returned home just in time for Christmas and then a boating trip for New Year's. Follow that up with my wife's birthday, and then leaving again to promote surfing opportunities for the deaf in the World Surf League. I've got a full schedule in January as well. Haoli makahiki ho, which is Happy New Year in Hawaiian. And Aaron, you'll have to try harder in the new year if you want to be as cool as me. <laughs> yeah,
1: because that's this what, has what I'm going for. Miles with
0: Styles, and you're listening to The Assholes on the United Podcast Network. Take it away, boys.
1: If only it was as cool as a professional surfer and model. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Listen,
1: you set the bar low. That's like <laughs> You're not going to have a hard time being as cool. <laughs> You're not going to have a hard time. <laughs> By my
4: standard, nope. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I wonder what a big wave exposition is. Well, I would imagine it
1: has to do with big waves.
4: I imagine mm-hmm. it has something to do with that. But do you just sit and look at them? Do you? Is it a competition? No, just, or you, you just, just wave, with wave hand, at the you wave?
1: Know? You know, no, fifteen feet foot 15 waves. That's, foot that's waves a big is, wave. That's pretty big. That's like yeah. That
4: is pretty, <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's the kind of surfing
1: where I would just sit back and watch. Yeah. It's like, I don't like going in the water to begin with. 15-foot wave. You don't like going in the water? I'd I'd like watching it, but yeah, no, I don't like swimming at all. Really? Not a fan. Not a fan of swimming? Nope. Like even in a pool? Nope. Don't care for it. And we've had this conversation before. You don't like being wet? Yeah, no, I don't like feeling of being wet. No, being soaked. No, forget it. My daughter Anna doesn't like it either. Yeah. Of course, that,
4: that gets problematic with showers and stuff. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I still shower Every once in a while. I'm, yeah. I'm standing next to Anna and I go, Oh, Anna, <laughs> you need to bathe. Ooh, hope You're going listen. into the shower <laughs> right now. Uh, what can you That's do? That's kids. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. When you, you know, in her case, she has autism and stuff like that, it makes it harder sometimes. Yep, yep. So, all right, this cigar is still. Going fantastic. The mm-hmm. burn has been great. Yep. Excellent construction. Uh, I yeah. really have not had to retouch it. It is a tightly packed cigar, too. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. Very, very tightly packed firm. cigar. Very yeah. firm. a yeah, Perfect never, draw
1: for me because I like that little bit of resistance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's great. just
4: been a, a joy, a joy to smoke. I mm-hmm. love this cigar. I smoke this several times a week.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And yeah. it's just, you know, it, it's, if you have not yet tried this cigar... You need to go out and get it. Um, It is, you know, now they only make... About four hundred boxes a month. Now, that doesn't, you know. So it's a little bit more limited than most cigars. Yes. Yeah,
1: but it's much more accessible than like an LFD. You know? Right, <laughs> they're gone like, right. all the time. So. But if if your cigar
4: shop sells Aladino, they should be able to get these. And of course, you can always get them at uh, Two Guys Cigar Shops and at uh, twoguyscigars.com. dot com. And you can uh, get singles on that website or a box. And uh, this retails for about twelve. $12 a stick. Okay, yep. Box 20 is just over $200. Um, it is a fantastic cigar. Definitely
2: box worthy. Yeah, I think we'll... I'll give it a thumbs up.
4: Oh yeah, if we Maybe didn't, two,
2: if we, we made a horrible to, mistake if we yeah, didn't give it. Yeah. A, <laughs> and that's
1: like not even a question. Man.
4: It's our cigar of the <laughs> year. Three quarters, it's big no, big thumbs God, up. Course. Two big thumbs up yeah. for the cigar of the year. So hopefully, the next time uh, Justo uh, Aroa is in town, we'll have him on the show yeah, and we can sure. talk about this. But uh, I'm sure he's happy about it. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he be? Oh, of course. To be highlighted on a show of such prestigious yeah. uh, fandom is just amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he listen to every once in a while. I had a conversation with him at the uh, anniversary party mm-hmm. way back. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Well, next
4: week <coughs> we're going to smoke an LFD. Yeah. Okay, and if you can get we, it. we already have them. <laughs> We've had them set aside for some time. We're going to be smoking the LFDA. It'll be a long that show. It just <laughs> came out last week. Yeah, it's still going to be a 40-minute show, but it's going to be a very long cigar. So head on down to your brick and mortar and go pick one of those up. You have been listening to the Ashles Unfiltered Cigar Radio, broadcasting from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And you can easily download or share this or any other episode you may have missed at unitedpodcastnetwork.com. TV. And be sure to hit the subscribe button to make sure you don't ever miss anything. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ashles and on Instagram at Ashles Radio. We'll see you next week.
1: The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the
5: opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.